Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Coffee Clash. This is Marianne Russo. I am very excited today to be bringing you our newest host, Stephanie Weiss. You might know her as Ask Stephanie. And she is a parent mental health consultant. And you may be wondering what that is, and we're going to be discussing what that is and what um, this fabulous show is going to be all about and what it's going to be bringing you. So, you know, as as any parent of a a mentally ill child or teen uh, will tell you finding the right psychologist or psychiatrist is very hard. Um, many times parents go through multiple professionals and um, they really just have a hard time finding the right match for their child's um, special needs. I mean, their family personalities, their finances, and, you know, finding the right doctor for the right disorder is important too. And um, that's what Stephanie does for many, many families, and she's just an invaluable resource. resource. And, and also, um, she specializes, because she has a, a child with PANDAS, um, in dealing with families that are looking for answers for PANDAS, as well as OCD, um, ADHD, but specifically anxiety disorders. And she connects families with the best psychologists and psychiatrists you can find here in the New York City area. Um, and she also can help families all over the country. And she's going to be joining you. And not only is she going to be bringing you incredible, you know, the top doctors that she deals with, but they're going to be answering really practical, everyday questions, which is so important because I know parents sometimes are intimidated to discuss that with their mental health care professional. So let me introduce Stephanie Weiss. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You are so unique. We had the opportunity to meet two weeks ago, and you are just adorable, first Thank of all. Thank you. But, um, <laughs> but, I mean, what you do is so unique. And just tell your listeners um, what you do. Sure. So... Um, I work as a consultant. I actually uniquely just meet with the parents. Um, I never meet with the children. I'm really here as a handholder for for parents so that um, we can discuss freely and openly what's going on with their children. Um, Their children are typically suffering from anxiety, OCD, PANDAS, ADHD, and they are lost. They either need to start from square one because they are overwhelmed. They need to find a doctor, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a pediatrician that believes in them. And um, and then it could also be a parent who's been going to see someone or went to see a, a doctor, a psychologist, a therapist, and they weren't happy. They weren't comfortable. Their child didn't connect. They sort of gave up on the whole process and just really know that they need to do something but don't know where to start. Right. And that's why they would come to me. And, you know, I think what you said is so po- or so important that the doctor believe in them because, you know, here on the Coffee Clutch, we really feel that the doctors need to respect the parent as an expert in their child. And, Absolutely. And um, you know, that's something that's very frustrating for parents when, um, you know, whether it be medications or a certain type of therapy, when they just feel that it's not right for their child, they need to advocate. Um, and, you know, I think parents find it easier to speak to you when they're navigating this system. You know, what do you find um, as far as how parents um, relate to you? Well, I think that um, I am very, very easy to relate to. A, I'm a mom. I have three kids. And I do have a child who has um, pandas, and he's doing unbelievable. And I think that gives parents hope. Um, and I have two other kids who have anxiety issues that come up in their life or their friends. And being a mother and having that, that extra 
you're always, for, for parents, really, really, it means something. It's not like a busy doctor schedule where I can pencil you in for five minutes to talk and I, I email with my families. I talk to parents. If they met with me and they have another question, I want to communicate with them. Parents will call me two years after we've met because something came up and they need to revisit the situation. They were doing great, and now their kid's having a bump in the road. And I think parents appreciate that that extra support. Right, absolutely. And, you know, it's important what you said because, you know, that you have two children that, you know, have some anxiety. Everybody has anxiety. And, you know, it, anxiety is not reserved just for um, kids that have anxiety disorders, ADHD, exactly. OCD. All kids have anxiety at one time or another, and that really shouldn't be minimized either. So, um, you know, the tips that you're going to be offering are, of course, um, for the child with special needs, but for the neurotypical child as well. Absolutely. I think those are the kids that sometimes get missed. And I see it even personally in my own home at a play date, a sleepover, a birthday party, Mm -hmm. where I think sometimes parents wait until it is so far gone because they don't want to say there's a problem or they're hoping it's going to go away and they're going to sweep it under the rug and say, you know, it's just it's a little phase and it just gets sometimes worse and worse. And I unfortunately sometimes see those parents when it's been way too late, where they went to the emergency room because of a panic attack, their child wasn't, you know, able to cope. And I, mm-hmm. I think that parents, their parents can get help, and any help if your child is having anxiety always is worthwhile. So I'm very pro getting help early on in the game. Absolutely. And, you know, like I say all the time, there's no better resource um, for a special needs parent than one that's been there, which is why, you know, you offer um, not only the expertise as far as the incredible, I know all of the doctors that you deal with, and they are just unbelievable. Yeah, they really, really are. And actually, it's interesting that you say, you know, the word special needs, and you and I had actually spoke about this when we met, mm -hmm. but I think that, again, that's a word that parents are very afraid of and one that they don't Absolutely. want to be associated with. And I think that they sometimes don't get the help they need because of certain words and, and phrases like that, and they don't want to be classified or they don't want their child to be classified as a special needs child, which they don't have to be. They have to say whatever they have to say to make them comfortable. So I think that that's right, because the stigma is horrific. Yeah, and the stigma is horrific in two ways. Number one, it, it keeps children, especially severely ill children, from getting the help they need. It um, causes a lot of anxiety um, and embarrassment unnecessarily mm-hmm. for the parents. And, oh, my goodness, I'm sorry. Um, and, you know, also what winds up happening is that the child learns to be embarrassed um, by their issue if the parent is embarrassed. So, you know, how do you uh, plan on helping parents on the show with discussing how open to be and, you know, how much, you know, you don't have to tell everybody everything? Oh, well, absolutely. I mean, I think that a lot of this work um, in therapy or working with me or a psychologist or therapist comes from giving a parent confidence. And I think parents are at, at least 50 to 70 to 80% of the whole process and giving a parent the you know the words and the wisdom to be able to stand on their own two feet and speak to a teacher confidently or uh, a a lunchroom aide or 
a gym coach or you know some an after school activity it could be it i think parents just need the 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 confidence and and what they need to be able to say to get their children the help they need and sometimes that you know that's okay if they don't know it but as long as they're going to the right person to be able to give them the information and the knowledge so that here, you know, here's a piece of paper. I printed this out online. Let me explain to you a little bit more about my child's disorder. It's like a simple thing that a parent can give a teacher, um, you know, don't wait until November when it's the conference. Go in, call the first few weeks of school. They've settled in. They've got to know your children. If they're with them all day, they know more information than you do. You come home, you see them for, you know, a few hours, they do their homework, they go to sleep. It's they're going to be your eyes and ears. Use it. And I think parents just need to get a little more guidance and organization. And I think those kinds of tips along with, I know I offer for parents a lot of organization and tips for when they go to their doctor's appointment so that they have a, a good appointment. And, and it's like a doctor appointment optimization. Let's You have 50 minutes with this doctor. Some of the doctors that I refer to are they're internationally renowned. They're fantastic, even if they're not. Go organize so that you don't waste 30 minutes of your appointment talking about something and then leave and say, I wasted my time. I wish I had mentioned A, B, and C. Go with a list. Right. So those kind of things are very helpful to parents. And the other thing I think that is important for parents to understand is that their child is sometimes very different in school than they are at home. I mean, you can have a child that's somewhat you know, relaxed. I mean, they may have some anxiety issues. Um, but, you know, when they go to school, the, the social anxiety is just overwhelming, and they may be very quiet, and they may be very withdrawn, and they may have a very hard time um, yeah, interacting or the opposite. where you don't or see that at home. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. I think, you're, I think it, could, it could go either way. I think you could have a child who is behaved for the most part in school, and they're keeping it together because maybe they're on medication or something, and then they come home and they're crashing. So I think parents really need to use their teachers as a resource and a tool. Right. And, you know, then it also helps in trying to unravel, um, is it the venue? Um, is it just being in, um, you know, in with, with a lot of other children? So, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of unraveling that parents do. And what I love about your show is that you're really going to help parents um, do this unraveling. And, you know, I want to just talk about some of the topics because you are going to be bringing on some fantastic guests. And, um, you know, as the audience is, is going to um, see, I mean, these are just brilliant people that are going to be discussing very specific um, um, issues that come up with the different disorders. But what I love about this show is that um, it's the everyday issues that really eat at these kids. Um, and, you know, I want to just talk about some of the topics that we discussed that you're going to be um, bringing to the parents. And they're so important, like, you know, something as simple as gym anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or a child that's uncomfortable using a bathroom in school. So what are some of the other topics that you're going to be bringing up, and how are they going to help the parents? So um, something as far as maybe birthday party anxiety, which I see all the time in all ages, especially younger ones. I actually wrote mm-hmm. a little article about it. Um, sleepover anxiety, school anxiety, homework issues where kids, really probably know the material, but when they get home, they're not able to do it. Or just social anxiety in general, where you have this great kid and they, you know in your home what they're like, but when they get out, 
with their friends, their personality isn't shining through and what parents can do to make the situation better. And I'm also going to tackle issues with, with parents to parents, how to handle a parent that just doesn't get your kid or that isn't making that extra effort because they're maybe like afraid of that anxious child. I mean, it's always easier to have the kid with no issues come over, but like, you know, is that really, like, what could you do to include your child more? And, you know, it's really, there's a few things that you could do to make the situation better, and now your child is included. And I think parents right. really want that. And, you know, parents, it's so hard. You know, as you know, we've discussed this, that it's very difficult because there's always that fine line between um, how much you push to have them in, be included in things and go to um, social events, be it after school or, mm-hmm. you know, the Boy Scouts or mm-hmm. a party, and how much you have to un- really know your child and know what they can handle and what they can't handle. So these oh. are all topics you're going to be discussing that oh, are going to be invaluable. And I um, think parents have to also get look at what is good for their family and their child and not worry about what everyone else is doing sometimes, and that it's baby steps. Sometimes you have to say to yourself, you know what, it's not right for us this month, but, you know, we're working at it, and in a few months from now we're doing things that we need to do, we're taking the steps we need to take, and maybe we're going to get there. So, you know, that's what they need to focus on. It's not going to be this forever, forever thing. Let's, You know, getting help means that you're going to, it's going to get better. Right. And, you know, what I love is the practical tips, but um, also something that you're really going to be helping parents with is finding the right fit um, for their child and, more importantly, for their family as far as mental health professionals. And this is so difficult. Um, As a parent who's been dealing and navigating this system for for 18 years, um, I know um, that, you know, you can be referred to the most renowned psychiatrist or psychologist in the world, and that does not mean it's a good fit for your child or for Absolutely. your family. So how are you going to help parents um, choose? Because now, you know, obviously you're here in New York, and what you mm-hmm. do is a phenomenal, but what you're going to be helping parents do is to do what you do without you. Right. I mean, so, I mean, living in New York and... A, I meet with every single doctor that I refer to in the New York area. So I don't refer parents to people that I haven't met with and interviewed personally because mm-hmm. how could I send them to them if I don't didn't give them my golden seal of approval? I met them. This is what they're like. These are their views, their values. This is what their office looks like. I mean, sometimes a, a, a family whose child is severely anxious or they don't like small spaces. I mean, parents need to be as, as informed as possible. But for parents who don't live here, I blog. I blog on Mommy Bites. I always am doing, uh, putting out articles. I tweet all the time for, for all different um, mental health issues. So I'm always giving tips to parents, and I'm because of the doctors that I'm involved with and work you know, closely with, I have you know, the knowledge to be able to put out to anyone. I've worked with families as far as California, Utah, who, um, especially when it comes to something like a a pandas, where 
because my own child had it. I have that, you know, that knowledge and information that they're looking for. And some of them have had video conferences with doctors that I have referred to them. One actually even flew out to meet um, one of the doctors. So right. um, that, you know, that's information that's invaluable to a mom, to right. a mom and dad. And what we- and what we also discussed was really because my the whole reason I started this network and do what I do is to empower parents. And um, the only way a parent can really empower themselves is by becoming strong and confident. Absolutely. And, um, you know, you and I have both discussed that. And that entails things that may seem to be somewhat insignificant but are so important. Um, like, we, you know, what we were discussing that you may go to a doctor who is unbelievable, but if your child has a really hard time waiting um, or has a lot of anxiety, you need to know, does this doctor usually run on time? Um, Absolutely. Is, is there a place, you know, that we could go in the area and get, you know, a, a, get a cup of coffee or get the kid, um, you know, yep. a milkshake or something? Where you know, should is I this park? Doctor I mean, open? easy, easy things that right, but things that will many make times you... are too busy to answer. Exactly. But the, and, and what... The reason that we're going to be offering this to parents is because I know I've been there where, you know, you get there and it's a 40-minute wait and the child never even gets in to see the doctor because they've had a complete meltdown waiting the 40 minutes. Right. Um, You know, you also need to to be able to say, are you comfortable with using alternative treatments along with your treatment? There are so many things parents need to know before they jump into a practice. Right. And it might even be, I mean, there are times where parents will say, you know, do you know a good tutor or do you know, I mean, I I like to be able to give them as many resources for a child that has these kinds of disorders as possible. So whether it's an ENT who is a believer or a speech therapist, I think there's just so many different um, avenues that I am always looking into. And, and there are doctors that will contact me and say, I can't believe that you're doing this. This is so... So wonderful for parents. So it's it's really something that I love because I think, like you said, that just because their credentials speak for themselves, it doesn't mean that you're going to walk in and say, "Oh my God, I I want to come back." Because you know you might not, and that's okay. And I always say to parents, there is not one perfect doctor out there for everyone. And as long as you're getting to where you need to be, it doesn't matter that you're not going to your best friend's doctor or the one that your mom told you to go to. It just matters that you're comfortable and you're getting help. Well, Stephanie, why don't you tell everyone when your show is going to be on? Because, you know, listen, this show is going to really answer questions. And what I love about this is that Stephanie is going to be taking your calls. Um, you can also tweet Stephanie at Ask Stephanie, Ask S T E F A N I E, and you can tweet her your questions um, yep. for an upcoming show. And, and I'm on um, Facebook you know, too on Ask Stephanie also, so I'm always looking right. for suggestions so, from parents. And as this, well. if you have um, an issue that's you know bothering you, an issue that your child is struggling with, let her know, and um, you know she'll try to find the right expert to come on and um, help you resolve your your problems. So, Stephanie, when is your show going to be on? So, it's going to be on on Sunday evenings. Is it? I believe it's the third Sunday. It will be once a month, uh, the third uh, at nine o'clock at night. That mm-hmm. and uh, so yes, Eastern. And um, I believe that my first show will be with Dr. Sharon Gilbert, and she's a neuropsychologist. Oh, great! Um, and we'll be talking about 
what uh, uh, she she does evaluations. So, what are you getting from a private evaluation, a neuropsych evaluation, versus when you go to school and you're getting the child is getting evaluated in school? And what are the positives? What can parents look for? The differences? Why why would they want to go out of the school versus in? And I think that that's something that parents ask a lot of them. Absolutely. So I and thought that would be a great name, way. Neuro, yeah, neuropsych just makes parents really stressed out and there's really no reason for it. It's it's a great tool. Oh, absolutely. And any information that you could get from your children and find out, is it a processing disorder? Is it sensory? That What other issues are we looking at here? Are they on the spectrum? Parents' knowledge is power. And I think that, you know, parents need to know. Sometimes they right. don't think they want to, but they do. Absolutely. So, yep. Well, Stephanie, so I am so thrilled to have you joining the network. And, I am thrilled um, to be here. Thank you. I feel honored, and I can't wait. I can't wait to give parents the information that they're looking for. Oh, you're going to help so many parents. <laughs> and um, listeners, you know, I'm still going to be doing the coffee clutch and bringing you um, cutting edge research and really in depth interviews with the most world renowned um, experts in all types of special. Um, needs and different disorders. Um, Stephanie is going to be bringing you the top mental health doctors and um, experts helping you resolve the everyday issues that cause these kids so much anxiety. And, of course, Diane Kennedy and Rebecca Bank, Bright Not Broken. It is our blockbuster blockbuster show um, where they discuss the brilliance in our special kids with ADHD and Asperger's autism and how to really make these kids blossom. They are twice exceptional, gifted children, the best of the best. You have to listen to that. That's Wednesday nights. Um, Chuck, Wally, and Mae Wilkinson are going to be doing their own show, and we've called it Special Edition. A little play on the word special. Um, special Edition. And they are going to be discussing current events in the media and in legislation. Uh, May is very involved um, for children with autism and special needs, and uh, that's going to be a really informative show. So the different things that are coming up that you're going to be hearing on the news, they're going to be doing more in-depth um, shows on. And, um, of course, we have Areva Martin, who is going to be starting her show, the Areva Martin Show. You know her from, she's a TV um, correspondent. You see her on CNN and Court TV. Uh, you see her all over the place. She is an attorney. She is the president of the Special Needs Network in California. And uh, she will be bringing her show to our network. It's going to be the Areva Martin Show. And she's going to be discussing all the important issues um, for the special needs community and legal issues as well. So I am just thrilled with our lineup this year and i hope you enjoy it we are back the coffee clutch listen to us sundays and wednesday nights 9 p.m eastern and remember you are your child's best advocate if not you then who become an informed educated parent right here at the coffee clutch thank you for listening thank you stephanie thanks so much